Welcome to the Panine Halacha podcast. Moadim, Laws of the Festivals, Chapter 13, Shavuos, Section 1, Shavuos and its relationship with Pesach. There are four names for the festival of Shavuos. Number one, Shavuos, or weeks, as we read from the book of Devarim, then you shall observe the festival of weeks, Chag Shavuot, for the Lord your God. Number two, Chag HaKatsir, the harvest festival, as we read in the book of Shemot, the festival of the harvest, of the first fruits of your work, of what you sow in the field. Number three, Yom HaBikurim, the day of the first fruits, as we read from the book of Bamidbar, on the day of the first fruits, your festival of weeks, when you bring an offering of new grain to the Lord. Number four, Atzeret, the gathering, which is the festival's name in rabbinic literature. We will begin now by explaining its primary name, Shavuos, or weeks. The timing of Shavuos is unique. All other festivals have a defined date on the calendar. Pesach starts on the 15th of Nisan, Rosh Hashanah on the 1st of Tishrei, Yom Kippur on the 10th of Tishrei, and Sukkot on the 15th of Tishrei. However, Shavuos has no assigned date. Its date is dependent upon Sfiras Omer. The Omer offering was brought on the second day of Pesach. From that day, we count seven weeks for a total of 49 days. The following day, the 50th, is celebrated as Shavuos. Thus, we read from the book of Ayikra, And from the day on which you bring the Omer sheaf of elevation offering, the day after the Sabbath, you shall count off seven weeks. They must be complete. You shall count until the day after the seventh week, 50 days. Then you shall bring an offering of new grain to the Lord. Similarly, we read in the book of Devarim, You shall count off seven weeks. Start to count the seven weeks when the sickle is first put to the standing grain. Then you shall observe the festival of weeks for the Lord your God. True, nowadays Shavuos is always on the 6th of Sivan. But this is is because we have a set calendar. In the past, when rabbinic courts were comprised of properly ordained judges, that is, judges known as musmachim, They would sanctify the new moon, determining Rosh Chodesh based on testimony as to the moon's appearance. Under those circumstances, without a set calendar, the festival was sometimes celebrated on the 5th or on the 7th of Sivan. Either way, the timing of Shavuos depends upon the timing of Pesach. The implication is that only by starting with Pesach can we get to Shavuos and the giving of the Torah. Two interconnected principles were revealed on Pesach, the Jewish people's uniqueness and also simple faith, emuna peshuta. When God chose Israel as his special nation, smote the Egyptians, and led his nation to freedom, God demonstrated that there is a creator who runs the world. Jews have this simple faith. However, for this faith to reach its full expression and allow us to help the world progress towards redemption, 
we need the Torah as well, for it contains the values, commandments, and guidance necessary to perfect the world. This is the meaning of what we say in the brachot on the Torah, the blessings before Torah study. Quote, the God who chose us from among all the nations. That refers to Pesach. While, quote, and gave us his Torah. That refers to Shavuos. Without the natural and basic Jewish faith, which was revealed on Pesach, it would be impossible to arrive at the deep and complex faith represented by Shavuos. Conversely, our natural faith and our uniqueness could not survive without the Torah that is given on Shavuos. God gave us the festivals of Pesach and Shavuos so that we may relive the miraculous events of the Exodus and to once again remind us of the uniqueness of the Jews and of simple faith. These realizations allow us to use the time period of Sfiras HaOmer to gradually ascend to the sacred day on which the Torah was given, when our faith becomes whole and complete. Each year, we are able to rise higher and higher. Ultimately, the whole world will be filled with righteousness and justice, mercy and compassion, and the land will be filled with the knowledge of God. To summarize, there are four names for the holiday of Shavuos. Number one, Shavuos, or weeks. Number two, Chagakatsir, or the Harvest Festival. Number three, Yom Habikurim, or the Day of the First Fruits. Number four, Atzeret, or Gathering. The first three names are in the Torah, while the last is a name used by the sages. The name Shavuos, or weeks, comes from the fact that the date of the holiday is established by counting seven full weeks, starting from the second night of Pesach. Once the seven full weeks are completed, the next day is Shavuos, the holiday of weeks. In this way, the name Shavuos evokes a direct link to Pesach and points us towards seeing the holiday as the culmination of a process which begins at Pesach. What process is that? Pesach represents the physical formation of the Jewish nation alongside its simple pre-Torah faith, namely, that there is a God which runs the world and that God has in some sense chosen the Jewish people. Shavuos, however, represents the spiritual formation of the Jewish nation, that this God gave the Jewish people a Torah with 613 mitzvahs with which to repair themselves and the world. In this way, Shavuos is the coda, or grand finale, of the Pesach holiday. Two quick notes from me on the processes that we can use to best understand the nature and symbolism of any Jewish holiday. First, most of our holidays have multiple names, some stemming from the Torah and others from later periods. For every holiday, an important step in assessing its character is to identify the different names, tease out their, their unique meanings and, and emphases, and see how and when each of these names is used throughout the Jewish canon. So to here, each of the four names of Shavuos will be explored by the Pini Halacha, and each of those names will offer a unique angle on the meaning and values of the day. Second, it's always interesting to consider to what extent a holiday should be seen on its own, and to what extent it should be seen as in relationship or continuation with other holidays. For example, 
To what extent is Yom Kippur its own thing, and to what extent is it actually a complement or mirror to Rosh Hashanah? And if it is a complement, which of the two holidays is primary? Is Rosh Hashanah the main event, and Yom Kippur cleans up its after effects? Or is Yom Kippur the main event, and Rosh Hashanah prepares us for it? We can ask such questions with every holiday, and these questions are essential to spelling out the meaning and character of the day. Here, in this section, the Penini Halacha conceives of Shavuos as in tight relationship with Pesach, and we're going to expand upon that theme in the following section as well. Afterwards, however, the Penini Halacha will shift to other emphases in which Shavuos is conceived of as a standalone holiday. The Penine Halacha podcast provides English audio of Penine Halacha, an exceptional work of Halacha by Rav Eliezer Malamed Shlita. The English translation was overseen by Ellie Fisher and Corin Publishers. These texts are available for free online, and beautiful printed volumes are available for purchase. The summaries and reflections are from me, Ben Greenfield, rabbi of the Greenpoint Shul in New York City. I occasionally make subtle changes to the original translation, often for clarity, sometimes by mistake.